Go ahead, Charlie. Hi, friends. It's me, Charlie Barons. And it's me, Miles. You betcha, guy. Miles, it it's my mon pleasure to uh, be here with you today. It's my mon pleasure to be here with you as well. Thank Charlie. you, Charlie. We had a nice date night last night, Miles and I, folks. Uh, we went over to uh, Oxbow, which I thought was called Crossbow. So, yeah. Uh, so the golf course that I'm at, yeah, they had a what I like to call white people Italian night. <laughs> it was the whitest Italian night you could uh, imagine. So, so they had a special menu, uh, of course, one sheet, uh, one sheet of loose leaf, yeah, and, printer paper. And of course, they had to put the Italian flag at the top. (laughs) (laughs) And then on the TV, they just went to YouTube and played a like had to have been like an eight hour loop of video footage of just walking through what appeared to be Rome, Rome, Rome or some Italian city. So it was a POV of walking through an Italian city of some sort. It was just basically a lot of American tourists walking through Correct. the effective Times Square of Italy. And then there was also Italian music in the background. Yeah. Like, if think of like the most cliche Italian music that you was playing the whole time. Go to your Spotify and you click Italian music for honkies. And that's what is going to pop up. Can we say honkies? Is that is that appropriate? That's that's fine. No one's going to get upset about that. Italian music for honkies, the playlist. And to add an extra layer to it, um, we were doing bellied up yesterday as well. And so we were not able to meet Anne and some friends when they were going to dinner. So Charlie and I showed up a little bit later mm-hmm. and Anne was already there. Mm-hmm. And. Charlie and I got our own table together. So one, it looked like Ann and I were no longer together. And it looked like Miles had left Ann for his new boyfriend. <laughs> so his, Charlie and his hot new piece of ass. Yes. And that was me, folks. So and uh, we did have matching um, camo hats on. I was doing blaze orange. She was doing your standard issue duck camo. So it looks like we were matching. Um matching having a nice little romantic italian dinner and then the best part was is they were walking around with wine sampling oh there was a wine tasting oh my god and there was a guy in a uh oxford shirt and a vest that came to our table with three bottles of wine and asked if we would like to hear his spiel and of he, course charlie we heard we were the being spiel. polite yeah we said sure and this guy spewed out more words that I don't understand than anyone I've ever met. It was a tasting. Now at a tasting, you're supposed to like suck it in the teeth or something. Did you see me try and Miles, swirl it? Yeah. <laughs> I saw Miles on the first glass attempted to do some sort of tasting something and then he just downed it. <laughs> and then he just put his glass out immediately. The guy's not even done with the first wine explanation. <laughs> Miles is just sitting there like shaking his glass for more. Puts that in the Chianti just, just, or Chianti or how you say Just tap that. the top of the glass for more. <laughs> so and, these are free, right? Yeah. <laughs> and Miles is just downing them before the explanation's even begun. Yeah. Down it before the explanation's done. To, so then he can go, oh, actually, I didn't. I don't remember what it tastes like. Now that you say that, I'd like to try it again. Give me another. Top me off. Yeah. 
Yeah, it worked. And uh, so he went through three of them. And the whole time I was just avoiding eye contact with Charlie because if I if I'd have locked eyes with you, I just would have started laughing. Yeah, because this guy was so serious about wine. He couldn't have been talking to two guys who care less about wine. I was trying to get my foot over to your leg under the table, but I couldn't reach. So there was there was something in the way and I didn't want him to know what I was doing. But I wanted to, like, uh, you know, put my put my foot up your skirt there while he was doing it. And I think at one point he told us something about that. They take the skin of the grapes yep. out of the thing. Then they would like dry age it for six months and then put it back in. Yeah, it was like a wine res bowl, you know, yeah, they were just scraping the ends off. And, and I, at that point, when he was telling me that I was about to lose it, bite my lip. And uh, then I tried that wine and I was like, the other ones are better. So I don't think they need to be going through all of this work. Yeah. Seems like wasted time. You know, uh, wine, you know, wine is for some folks. And, oh, I, and it's just not for me. Yeah, I like wine. I just the snobbery around it is kind of insufferable at times. Yeah, I don't even know if I really like wine. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's bad, but I'm never going out of my way for it. I just feel like there's a bad hangover coming with wine. Yeah, That's how I judge alcohol at this point in my life, whatever the hangover is. There you go. I'm old. You are old. Yeah. So all in all, though, it was good. Food was good. Um, it was romantic and did join us. She did. Eventually. <laughs> what I love when we first walked up to Anne, she was hanging out with this other couple who had a baby and the baby was just eating her dessert off of a crayon. <laughs> <laughs> like literally was using a crayon. Like it's not a joke. Using a blue crayon as the as the spoon. Yeah. And they're like, please don't judge us. If you had been here a half hour ago and she was losing her mind. I know we're happy no. that she's happy eating off of this crayon. I think they said if you were here a half hour ago, it would have made sense. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I really would love to have been in the place where her eating off a cram made sense. Kids eat crayons I mean, all the time. That's though. true. That's true. I, I made sense on the face of it. But if there was a deeper story there, that would have been even better. Yeah, that was great. There's going to be some blue in the stool. I have a feeling. Um, blue diaper. I'll be a blue, blue diaper. Okay, so we should get to the show, I think, Miles, before I keep singing. So all in all, great, great. It was a nice date. You know, we got to do that more often, Miles. You got to take me out more often. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to wine and dine before we get on this show. You also got to put out, though, if we're going to keep doing that. Last night, I just dropped you off and I went home, you know. You know, I, I, I. I st- I touched your stick shift. <laughs> yeah, you, the shifter in my yeah, truck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, if you had a manual, maybe. Uh, <laughs> you know, oh, it's yeah. automatic stuff. Well, it, it does it on its own. <laughs> then you don't need me. Okay. All right, Charlie. Well, should we take some callers? I or think what? that'd be a good idea, Miles. Welcome to the Belly Up Podcast. Who are we talking to? You're talking from Alex from Chicago. Alex from Chicago. Are you Bears fan, Alex? Oh, I sure am. You asked my brother the same question a few weeks ago when he called about his engagement. Oh, oh yeah. Tell your brother we says hi, by the way. Was he the one Sounds that... Sounds good to me. Was he the one 
that uh, wants to live in Wisconsin, but he has to live in Illinois. Is that am I remembering that correctly? No, he's the one who wasn't sure about when he should get engaged because of the whole fact that I just got engaged. That's oh, right. You're yeah. the twin. I am the twin. You got me. Dude, okay, it's wait a family a, affair. Did you know you were going to mess his freaking life up doing what you did? Oh, you know, it's all part of the plan when you're a twin, honestly. It's just a constant state of competition, and I just seem to be winning. Yeah, yeah. so you guys going to do a two-for-one deal or no? You know, um, I didn't think that was a bad idea. I'm not going to lie. He wasn't lying when he said it was a really expensive wedding. So I was all about it, but uh, as he said, the fiancés aren't on board with that one. And we should quickly tell the audience what happened. Um, his brother called up their twins. His brother was dating his fiance for longer than you were dating your fiance. And then you went ahead and you asked her to marry you before your brother got a chance to do it. And that made his fiance a little upset. I think that's the, that's the recap. Yep. I recall. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, is that what you want to talk about today? Belly on up to the bar. Let's hear what's on your mind. We're not going to assume that you are calling up for the same thing your twin brother is. That would be inappropriate of us. We know better here. No, and I'll try and make it as quick as I can because I'm a teacher. I'm on my lunch break and I don't have a ton of time. But essentially, um, I have a co-worker who side hustles and makes a little bit of extra money as a... uh, as a dominatrix, which is an interesting kind of side field, I suppose, to be in education. And uh, I don't know. I guess I'm just wondering a little bit about the profession and uh, why somebody would get into that. And I don't know how to approach them about that and have a conversation. It seems a little awkward. Why do you assume we would know about this? Well, first of all, I do know about this. So okay, uh, you called the right place. Um, now, well, unpack it. A teacher, a teacher is moonlighting as a dominatrix. And this is a male teacher or a female? Not that it matters. Female teacher. Male teacher. Okay. Dominatrix. Nice. Female. Female. Oh, she's a female. Correct. Okay, okay cool. Man. She's about 50 years old. Yeah. Whoa. Get it. Get it, dude. And okay. is she an independent contractor or is she, you know, is, is, does she have she like, part of a corporation? Yeah. You know, I think she's independently hired. Good for her. Good okay. for her. That's- so how, how did you find this out? He dialed um, the number and guess she who came kind over. of along the lines. Let's keep it secret around the office and everything. But she's kind of told everybody about it. Okay. All right. Well, smart. One That's- of those keep a secret, but I'm going to tell a lot of people about this secret. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, smart, though. She's just doing marketing. You know, yeah. you never know. You never know who could be a potential client. So the Dama Matrix, for those of you who are not familiar, it's these uh, folks who can be hired to, you know, just kind of dominate you in the. Um, what kind of dominating? Well, it could be anything like whips could be involved. There could be a little gag situation there. Um, and look, I'm not into it. I'm going to tell you, I'm not personally into it, but I've read a few articles on Wikipedia about it. So my only experience with this is the show Billions on Showtime. Yeah. One of the main characters is into it. So there's a lot of scenes with that. So, yeah, it's just these powerful fellas. 
um, typically, historically speaking, powerful women, too. I'm sure it, it works the same. But basically, they tell, you know, they dominate in their actual lives. So in their, you know, bedroom behind the scenes lives, they it is their kink to be dominated, you know, and kind of told what to do and uh, embarrassed and all that sort of stuff. I think yeah, I think I think you got the gist. Yeah, I'm actually not an expert at all. I just read an article at one point and was kind of fascinated by it. But OK, ah. so. What's what, the problem? Yeah. What's the problem? I don't know how to approach her about the situation. I'm sure, like, I, I don't think I would do it myself. I'm just curious about the profession and what it entails. And I'm trying to come up with, like, a um, a way to approach to find out a little bit more about it, what she does, what, what the job entails. I mean, I guess I wouldn't ask about who her clients are, but it just seems like an interesting thing that uh, maybe ask her how she got involved in it and things like that. I don't know the right way of approaching that. So here's, you could almost take a professional approach with this. So I know a lot of times that there are teacher workshops that uh, schools will do where, you know, you actually have the kids have a day off of school. Oh, because yeah. Teachers are in a workshop. Yeah. Yeah. You guys could take a day and do a little uh, dominatrix workshop. A little professional development. Yes. Yeah. And it, it'd be and you could pitch this to the principal that this is purely educational. And you guys are just trying to become better teachers by understanding the world better. Yeah. And then one, you guys can get paid to learn about it and she can earn some more money on the side by getting paid by the school district to do this workshop. That would, that would not find its way on the right wing radio at all. Um, that, uh, that is pretty wild. God, what do you think like of that? that? You think I, that would fly? Uh, you know, it might be hard to get past the board of education. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? I I will you another option. Uh, I would say I do like Miles. Another option is you could kind of write a note on her deal. Say I'm gonna come pick me up at this bar, you know, <laughs> and then you get the uh the first uh experience, the first person experience, the POV experience of what goes on. You know, are you into that, sir? Oh no, you've got like a, a ride you, along. Sorry, yeah, officer. you could do a, a ride could, along or or a, a shadow situation. You could shadow her on one of her trips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so we're talking almost like student teaching again. Yeah, you could mm-hmm. student teach. You could uh, student teaching. Yeah, yeah. You're the TA. <laughs> Get it, TA? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could do some student teaching and and you just do all the stuff that she doesn't really like to do, you know, you could untangle the clean up. You could untangle the ropes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he's a whip wrangler. Yeah, he's, he uh, he's, he can oil up all the leather whips. Yeah, there you, know, you go. Keep maintain all that stuff. <laughs> you're, you're the Robin to her Batman. Oh. Uh, um <laughs> that might not be a bad side gig either. No, it, not at all. Now I have to ask you. But do you think she'd be willing to split the money? That's well, well, no, you not split, split it. it. You just Come get on. a percentage of it. You're a TA, fella. Well, hold you're, on, you're asking me to do the dirty work here. I gotta clean up. Yeah, that's how everyone starts. You want to get in the game, you don't get in on top, dude. You know, you're getting coffee and cleaning up something else that starts with a C. Um and <laughs> what cream um so you know 
whatever. Uh, I you, you gotta yeah, get in like, the way you gotta like, get. like, hey, in. I need you to run to the candle store before this session. <laughs> Don't forget the matches this time. <laughs> Write it off on my taxes. There yeah. you go. Yeah, don't don't think you can just come into this game <laughs> at the top. Okay. <laughs> you come in at the level you're coming in on. Now I do have a question though. Do you have interest in getting into this field yourself? Oh no, I know I I, I don't personally have interest in it. I feel like it's a little too risky for me. But let's say it weren't risky. Let's say there was no risk. Let's say nobody you figure how. Huh? How, how do you figure? I mean, there's there's no risk. Let's say in a world where there's no risk, would you have any interest in doing this? You know, I don't think that's really up my alley. It makes okay. me kind of think a tippy cow a little you bit. Know, uh, it's, a little bit more disgusted. But you might be the prime candidate to be in the industry considering that you're, you're not into it because it's kind of like uh, you want someone to be king who doesn't want to be king, that right. means they're going to make the right decisions. Exactly. You won't get drunk on the power. Yeah, and not getting high on your own supply, you know? Kind of the same thing there, too, mm-hmm. you know? You got to have someone who can be removed, who knows the game, knows how to execute, but treats this as a job, not as their own personal kink. What is your kink? <laughs> In, oh, God. <laughs> I don't know if I have one. Oh, come on. Everyone's got one. Hey, everyone's got one. You just haven't found it yet, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there we go. We'll so, what is it? You seem very curious about it, to say the least. What What are some questions that go on in your head when you hear about it? How does one even get involved in that in the first place? Well, I think it's a word of mouth. And how much money, damn it. Oh, you're making (laughs) money, dude. You're rolling in it. You're dealing with oftentimes the richest fellas in the game, you know, rich, a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, and look, it's not undue. Uh, There's a lot of time and effort that's gone into um, preparing it. You know, you are you are an actor going on stage. You know, you cannot break character. Uh, and you oftentimes will break whips and those are expensive. So, yeah, it's expensive, but th- there's a lot of cost that goes into it. You're not just paying for the night. You're paying for the uh, wealth of experience that these Dama Matrixes have. So. Oh, I see. So is there and this is a question for you. Is there like a ethical thing with being a teacher and doing this on the side or they can't really do anything about it because it's outside of work like. Is there a concern that there's like a job in jeopardy for doing this on the side or no? I don't know how it works. Uh, this will kind of be my final thought just because I have class in about two minutes. But uh, yeah, God, I, I think that if you're caught under that, that could probably be a whole moral thing to go up against the board. And then I guess you're kind of facing a job jeopardy. Uh, well, it's really good that you aired this out on a podcast that <laughs> many people will listen to sure is. to put sure this is. person's I, you know, job in jeopardy. No, we didn't say any names. We didn't say names. There's a ton of Dama yeah, Matrixes that are teachers and not only fans. You know, I mean, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. No one's going to know, right? All, All right. right. Well, I'll be sure to uh, let the principal know that this should become some professional development and we'll see what we can't do about it. Yeah. Steer, steer into the skid, you know? Gotcha. All right, fellas. Well, thanks so much. I got to go to teach a class now. Tell your brother we says hi. All right. I shall. Thanks so much. Bye bye now. Ah. <sighs> 
you know. Now, did I wake up this morning, Charlie, mm-hmm. thinking I was going to be talking about this on the podcast? No, but you never know what you're going to get. Not Belly here. Up podcast like a box of chocolates. It is. And sometimes there's a whip in that box of chocolates. Uh, ball gig would have been a funnier thing to say. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I was lying. I don't know anything about Dama Matrix. Yeah, we could tell. I've seen them on TV. No, like like literally the the show Billions. It's like the first scene of the entire I've show. I've seen that. Yeah. That might be actually my last interaction with the Dama Matrix. Yeah. Um, um, oh, no, there's some other thing. Oh, is that where? Maybe that is it. There was some other is succession. Is there a Dama Matrix in that? I don't know. I yeah. don't think so. Yeah, That's probably why I said only rich people do it. Because <laughs> yeah. I just saw a billion. Yeah. Uh, good, good guy. Good though. guy. Yeah. God, can you? I I can't imagine the gossip going on in that teacher's lounge. Oh yeah, just sipping on diet cokes, just gossiping about it. Can't imagine, man. Yeah, I did. I don't even know if they do the if they go all the way. I just think that they just kind of humiliate them. Like I don't even know if there's, you know, P in the V. Why involved. don't you do some research, Charlie, and get back to us? I don't want to do work, dude. I don't want to do work. You guys I'm just can saying, Google next it. time you're uh, hanging out by yourself, yeah, just venture into that part of the internet. So oh. that, you know, yeah. Nah, hey, don't skip that part. Another caller. Welcome to the Bellied Up Podcast. Who do we got? Hey, everybody! It's Natalie. Natalie, what's up, Natalie? Where are you calling in from? I'm calling from Massachusetts. The old Mass. Nice. Where in Mass? Yep. Boston? Uh, kind of. Well, south of Boston, on the border of uh, Massachusetts and Rhode Island. But uh, my family's all from the Midwest, so that's how I know about you guys. Okay. Sounds like a good family. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, why don't you I belly up to the... Are- Go ahead. I-, I was saying the Castries are all pretty good people. They are from Illinois, but a lot of them came from Wisconsin. So it's sort of, you know, mixed bag. Well, they got they got that Wisconsin in their blood. That nice that nice yep. cheese curded little um white blood cells coming down. Yellow blood cells. Well, white if it's mozzarella. So anyways, yeah, belly <laughs> up to the bar and uh tell us what's on your mind. Have y'all ever played Dungeons and Dragons? Ah. Wow, D and D, Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. You know what? I've had friends play that. My brother played that. I remember growing up that and Magic the Gathering. I went to this. Uh, I was at this Catholic school, and they thought a lot of that was devil worship because they were a bunch of silly bastards back <laughs> in the day. Um, but I, I really enjoyed Magic the Gathering. But I never got into Dungeons and Dragons. What's your question about it? Well, I was in the Midwest uh, Midwest recently uh, for Gen Con, which is one of the biggest tabletop uh, RPG gaming conventions uh, in the country over in Indianapolis. And while I was out that far in the Midwest, I thought, well, you know, I'm going to go see the Hodag. Oh, so yeah. I took a little road trip afterwards to, to go visit our friend up in Rhinelander. Um, and it got me... Just real excited. I, I do a lot with cryptids uh, and other monsters on the show that I make. And I wondered what you guys 
if you know a lot about your Midwest monsters and what you think a, a game where you had to go around exploring them might be like. I really like that idea. That's really cool. So, so you're asking us to build a world in the Midwest. I'm saying, what do you know about local legends? I'm, I'm, I'm quizzing you. Well, my first one goes, you know, Paul Bunyan would be kind of a uh, yeah. cool character in that, uh, don't you think, Charlie? I think absolutely. And Paul Bunyan, it's almost like an army of Paul Bunyans because there's so many Paul Bunyans. There's Paul Bunyan, Brainyard, Paul Bunyan, the Wisconsin Dells, Paul Bunyan um, up there in... Um, um. Oh, why can't I think of the name now? Why can't I think of the name? Right up there, northern Minnesota. Shoot, it just escaped me. The what? Bemidji. The Bemidji. Uh, Paul Bunyan. He's got a. He's got a like almost like a, a porno stash on him. You know, like a nice little uh uh handlebar thing going. Um, and then of course, Babe the Blue Ox. He's got, like clones of himself all over the Midwest. What's that? He's got like clones of himself all over. Yeah, he's kind of cloned. Yeah, it's everyone. There's like every city in the Midwest tries to claim that Paul Bunyan is from there. So mm-hmm. we have like like 15 Paul Bunyan statues and everyone claiming that, you know, Wisconsin claims Paul Bunyan, Minnesota does. Probably even a little bit in Iowa, and it's all over the map. And I like how every Paul Bunyan insists he's the real Paul Bunyan, Mm -hmm. you know, in this world. And then, um, yeah, I mean, you've got the Hodag over there in Rhinelander, as you already brought up. Miles, it's this big green monster. Mm. Um, Because Wisconsin has a lot of these. Everybody's best friend. What's that? He's everybody's best friend. Such a nice guy. Oh, seriously. And Wisconsin has a lot of these roadside animal attractions. And I'll list off a few before, Miles, I ask you something. But like in DeForest, we got Pinky the Elephant. Black River Falls, we've got the Orange Moose. You know, there are several cheese shops with big fiberglass cheeses, uh, mice holding cheese. You know, there's there's a lot of that going on. There's the big walleye, uh, the world's biggest walleye in Hayward. The world's biggest loon. I forget where that is. Anyways, so Miles, my question for you is like, do you does that stop in like Wisconsin, Minnesota? Does that come out here to North Dakota? You guys got a lot of roadside attractions. Like yeah, that. we got. I mean, we talked the other day about uh, biggest buffaloes in Jamestown. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, we yeah. got. Let's see. Minnesota, there's a lot like loons and statues of loons and pelicans and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So I got a question you about, about D- the frogman. Okay. What What did you say? You know about the Loveland frogman in Ohio? I don't. Tell us. Tell us about it. They're basically uh, humanoid frogs that carry around magic wands. That's cool. What What does the frog do with its magic wand? Does it does it ask to not? What's that? <laughs> I would assume they cast spells. Yeah. Cast spells, or do they use it for good? Do they say, "Please let me live through the winter"? Where do you think frogs? <laughs> well, hold on, hold winter? on, Charlie. I think that we should have Natalie give us a character in D anD. d If you were to give us a character, what would it be? Yeah. Um. Let's see. I mean, Charlie, you do a lot of hunting, right, and fishing. Yeah. So it probably probably would make you a ranger if you like the great outdoors that much. I could yeah. be a ranger. Um, is there bird fun. is there bird yeah. watching involved with that character? <laughs> there could be. That'd be a, a perception check. <laughs> yeah. You get a perception check, Charlie. 
That's cool. Could I ride a bird? Uh, if you found one big enough, yeah. Okay. Don, you're a bird rider. Yeah, that's what's up. Bird riding ranger? I mean, there's birds out in the Midwest. I mean, there's the snipe. You can catch yourself a snipe and ride that. Hell yeah. Save a horse. Ride a... Snipe. Snipe. <laughs> I like that. What would miles be, you think? Uh, for miles? Uh, let's see. Well, I mean, there's always bars. Right. If you wanna if you wanna go the entertainer route, um what else? A gigolo? There, I mean, Is that what you meant by there's always <laughs> bars and go the entertainment route? I, I was confused by that. No, no, no. Just, you know. <laughs> I mean he's always giving you a hard time and bards have spells they can cast which will do damage based on how cutting their remarks are. Oh, a bard so, with a D. Yeah. I see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he could be a bard. I like that. Oh, but I mean, with his his fitness training, uh, you know that that might put you in the realm of like fighter or barbarian. Yeah, I like oh, that. don't let's don't go. let him be a barbarian. Uh, uh, don't uh. touch me, dude. Don't touch me. <laughs> um, that's not cool. If do I'm I get just to a wield ranger. the sword? I'd like to wield the sword. Oh, you know what? I'm fine if he's a barbarian as long as like he's the evil guy and then me as the ranger. I gotta fight him and kill him. You guys wouldn't want to team up together with you and the Hodag and go fight, you know, actual evil people? Well, yeah. we, we need uh, a common enemy. Otherwise, we will become Fibs. each other's enemy. Oh, yeah, we could go be, we yeah. could go, go after the Or we the could Fibs. fight the L.A. hippies. The L.A. hippies. Yeah, that'd be yeah. kind of fun. The the greenies. <laughs> that could be a good what time. There's a, an anti-sasquatch from Illinois you could fight. Yeah. There's a Sasquatch. I think we'd want to pair up with him, though. I really like the idea of like riding the blending the thing, blending those two things we were talking about, bringing in these roadside attractions and like, you know, partnering up with them. That could be a great cartoon, mm. you know, there you go. maybe a, a Midwest children's cartoon. But, you know, one that adults would uh, enjoy watching as well. What is your character in D&D? Uh, so I have a character who is uh, an angel. She's sort of stuck on the earth and banished from heaven and hell. So oh. she's sort of stuck there uh, helping people out and just trying to live a, a normal girl next door kind of life. I like okay. that. A banished angel. Why Why did uh, the angel get banished? Uh, she refused to take part in the war between you know the devils and the other angels. So they sort of were like, well, you didn't fight. So we're gonna put you over here. Okay, so honestly, pretty Midwest of you to just yeah. to sit on the fence. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, I can see it on both sides. You know, I, I get where you guys are coming from. I and... just hope both sides are safe and have fun. Yeah. You know? Like if we just if we all could just sit around the table and have a chat. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, that. yeah. That's true. You know, and yeah, you, you were up wrong. to the bar and have a couple beers and chat about it. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, we're sorry that, you know, you got banished from heaven. You would think, though, that heaven would be a place where angels could not fight if they didn't want to. You would think once you've gotten to heaven, you know. Yeah. Usually, I, I have you have well, is a pretty accepting. It's supposed to be an accepting place. That, that corporate bureaucracy there, you know, they'll, they'll get you on top. Yeah, that is yeah. true. <laughs> Damn HR department in heaven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Well, we appreciate you calling in. That was, uh, yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a barbarian. Uh, I'm a ranger. He's a ranger. We're going to fight there you go. the LA hippies, Charlie. Yeah. I like you it. You guys ever want to play? You let me know. I'll, uh, I'll get you on my show. We'll have you as guest characters. Oh, you got okay. a show. Shout out your yeah, show. Come on. The show. Uh, it's the Storyteller Squad, and we play games like D&D to tell stories for people to listen in on. Where, Hell yeah. Where can they find you? YouTube. Oh, anywhere podcasts are. Spotify, Apple, Google, that sort of thing. Hell yeah. There's uh, episodes with the host. So people want to hear... My best impression of Charlie as the Hodag, they can check out episodes, uh, I think it's 45. Oh. Wait, so tell me, you did an impression of Charlie? When I was looking up voices to do the Hodag character, I was like, Wisconsin accent, and I found Charlie's stuff. That's what turned me on to y'all. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> you can to, I, can I hear it? Can we hear yeah. it here? Or do Let's we have to it. go listen? Can you give us a taste? Well, here, let's. Let's wrap it up with a little role play. You're you're going down the road, right? It's the middle of Wisconsin, big open sky as far as the eye can see. And down on the distance, you see this strange green spiky creature carrying a bag of groceries from the quick trip and wearing a little baseball cap on one of his horns. You pull up alongside and he says, well, hey there, folks. Where are you heading to? Your car looks like it could use a tune-up. You want to pull her over to the side of the road? I'm not busy. I'll help you. <laughs> yup, I think you nailed it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so good. I like that a lot. I like, you know, D&D sounds like a lot of fun. Honestly. I, I have been told I got to partake. I'm upset I haven't really partaken yet, but... uh I would like to do that. No, I'll get so. you. All right, guys. Well, I'll let you get back to other folks. But yeah, let's be in touch. I'll, I'll get you in a game. Sounds yeah. real good. Real Thanks good. For Thank you. To us. We'll see you soon. Take care, Paul. Bye bye. Miles, what I like about this podcast so far is we got a theme going, and that theme is role playing. Yeah. And folks, <laughs> welcome what, to the role play episode. <laughs> yeah. Whether you're a D&D enthusiast or a. Uh, DNM enthusiast, you know, <laughs> a BDSM. BDSM enthusiast. Um, it's okay here. We, you know, you don't need to stop playing pretend just because you grew up. You know, well, this is the land of uh, of um, fantasy. Yeah, <laughs> well, fantasy fantasies, <laughs> folks. It's that time of year where we're doing these New Year's resolutions. We're trying to be better people. Trying to change. Oh. You know what? Some things in life, yeah, I guess they can change. But some things got to stay the same. Like Tippy Cow. Tippy Cow has been right here for the past year and and some a lot of change. Maybe two years. Maybe We're not three. sure when Tippy Cow started, but since it started, since it, hasn't it started, changed. yeah, since they it's they still put that, that great taste, mm, that sweet little nectar of a Wisconsin cow teat in a glass, and blended it up with some rum. It's just been delicious in the in the stomach area. And Miles, so the thing we're not going to change this year, Charlie, is tipping it on back with the old Tippy Cow. Tippy Cow. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers an exclusive offer just 
for NBA fans. This week, new customers can bet $5 and get $150 instantly in bonus bets, plus score an NBA League Pass subscription on us for the rest of the season. Jared, what lines do we got this week? So Milwaukee is minus 9.5 against San Antonio, and Denver is minus 3.5 against Golden State. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code BELLIEDUP. New customers can get 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting $5 plus score an NBA league pass on us. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code bellied up. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY, just 467-369. Connecticut help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Lead pass reward issued as promo code to redeem subscription and must be claimed by January 15th, 2024. See DraftKings.com slash promos for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling. Gaming resources. Welcome to the Belly Up Podcast. Who are we talking to? Uh, this is Tyler. Tyler, what's going on? Uh, not much, not much. Uh, you know, just on my lunch break and saw the post, so I thought I'd give you guys a call. Tyler, what are you eating? Uh, PB&J and Doritos. Fuck yeah, <laughs> or heck yeah. <laughs> what What yeah. do you do? What do you do for a job? PB&J is so good. Do you ever try grilling peanut butter and jelly? Mm-hmm. No, but I had the deep fried version. Oh, you know, can't go wrong with a that's good too. Type six diabetes. <sighs> type six. Got to get it somehow, fella. All right. So, um, where do you work? Yeah, where do you work? Where do I work? Um, I can't be too specific. Well, just, I work what for do you uh, do? Yeah. CIA. We got it. Uh, I work in the no transportation industry. Uh, work with semis. Okay. okay. So where are you at? What you hauling? Uh, where we deliver food all over the U.S. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh, it's that one food yeah. company that you see all the time. Yeah, the, the trucks. Food, yeah, Cinco or something. Cisco. Cisco. Oh, it's not. No, we ain't. We, we ain't that too. We ain't that uh, grody. So we're not that bad. Oh, so oh, you're an upper scale oh, okay. side of Cisco. Okay, the whole Cisco. Where are you calling in from? I'm calling from uh, Wisconsin, Shawano, Wisconsin. Shawano. Hey, that's a great spot over there. You ever get to the North Star Casino? Oh, yeah. Well, we normally go down to uh, Oneida Casino or Menominee. We have better luck than North Star, but mm. eh, a casino is a casino, but yeah. Vegas is where my heart's at. Oh, there okay. you go. What's your game? <clears throat> Uh, craps. Oh, craps. Oh, that is my, that's my bread and butter right there. Good for you. That's yeah. your PB and J. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Heck yeah. I like playing little street craps myself. If I'm bored, got five dice on me. But anyways, <laughs> this ain't about me, Tyler. This is about you. What brings you on the show today? Belly up to the bar. Tell us what's on your mind, fella. Well, what's on my mind is, so we have a coworker. Mm -hmm. that uh, originally was just a troublemaker, horrible troublemaker, and then uh, quit and said he was going to go make uh, better money somewhere else. Good for you, bud. Go greener pastures. Well, those greener pastures turned brown, red, horrible for him, place to place, then came back to us, and he's like, oh, hey, we're like, hey, how's it going? Just behave, you know, do your job. And he's like, hey, you know know how I can make good money? And it's like, well, what, what, what scheme you got going now? 
going on now? And he's like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start a snowplow business, bud. Oh, it's like, yeah. you're, you're in Wisconsin, bud. Everyone's got a snowplow business. <laughs> you're not the first. In, well, no, 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 no. I'm going to do it under the table, you know. And like, what, what, do you, what do you guys think is a good price to charge for a driveway? Like, what, what, what would you pay? To have oh, someone plow oh your you're driveway. asking us. I thought you were talking to him still. Asking. Yeah, no, no, you. What I no. pay for? I, I want to know what you think you would pay. Um, I gotta be honest with you. I've never paid to have my driveway done. Uh, I don't know, like eighty-five bucks maybe to do the whole driveway. And oh my sidewalk. god, that's a ton of money. Eighty-five dollars. I will say that's a ton. I know, I know you're. I know you're in the Dakotas, but. God, Wisconsin, that, that's like bending over. Well, that's I, like I don't know. Bucks. The, guy thinks, <laughs> the guy thinks he can get 150 ahead for a driveway. Well, then. And it's like, bud. Uh, um, kid, nice, nice kid. But it's like, geez, Louise, man. Well, I, look, I, here's the other thing is I don't know. You know, I mean, I don't think, honestly, Miles, when you said 85, it, the more I'm thinking about it here, like if you are sort of trapped inside you're maybe an older person you got like one of them big old country driveways that could be an 85 dollar job especially if you don't just have the plow on your deal but then you're getting out and you're shoveling the walks by hand yeah and you got a lot of walks i mean it really it's not a driveway to driveway basis it's kind of a square footage of drive you know and so I think your buddy's got a little bit more. He's just any any single driveway is just a flat rate of 150 bucks. Well, that's what he's thinking he can do. Then he's thinking, well, you don't need insurance. I'm like, bud, you you have have you ever done like a business or anything? I'm like, you kind of need insurance. What if you hit someone's car? Oh, I got buddies that will do do side work for them. Yeah, well, they. This guy feels like a prime candidate for a pyramid scheme. Gonna be honest. Yeah. Has he gotten you guys to try and sign up and then get three of your friends to sign up? I wouldn't be surprised if he was involved in Cutco or Tupperware or something. Whoa. The kid before last time he was here was he was saying how he was gonna quit all his jobs and make money by uh, running in a diesel pickup truck, uh, pulling up uh, tractor pulls. I'm like. But you got a whole bunch of kids, a couple baby mamas. How are you going to, you know, live with uh, doing tractor pulls? Oh, my diesel's going to, you know, bring bread and butter, bud. I'm like, what about insurance and all that fun stuff and house payments? Oh, no, no, you don't understand. So he's a he's a serial entrepreneur and he's a serial um, procreator. You, okay, Charlie, here's what you do. You could see how... Uh, money hungry is you should approach him with a business idea and just make it a pyramid scheme and see if you can get him on board with the pyramid scheme. And then once he does it, you go, Hey man, you just signed up for a pyramid scheme. We got to have an intervention or, and I like that miles, or this is actually the guy you want in your pyramid scheme. I mean, he's a crucial uh, hub. Yeah. You know, if you're the top dog of the pyramid and he's responsible, you make him think he's starting the pyramid scheme. But really, mm-hmm. it's you on top. He's bringing you a cut. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing like, yeah why don't you nothing just against the guy? He, he's a good guy, but it's just like, bud, you got, you got to wake up and smell the roses. Well, or 
Or do you have to wake up and smell the roses? You have an opportunity in front of you. You could start your own pyramid scheme right here, right now. Yeah. You already got one person to sign up, and then he gets three people to sign up, and those people get three people to sign up. Next thing you know, you're rolling the dough. Yeah, this is like the guy you need. Like in the mafia, they have like, you know, the guys that go out and do all the dirty work. Yeah, that, that bang all the knee- kneecaps in. You know? This is him. This guy is sitting there holding a baseball bat, just looking at you saying, put me in, coach. And all you have to do is devise the game. Coach. Yeah, it's the dominoes are all set up. All he's got to do is just push that first just one. Push it down the deal. What do you think of that? If he remembers how to do stuff, I don't know. The kid, nice kid, but I, I swear to God, he ate let's break cream for breakfast instead of Frosted Flakes. What did he put in his Frosted Flakes? No, instead of he ate lead-based paint, I swear to God, oh, instead lead- of eating Frosted Flakes well, for breakfast. Well, yeah, again, though, so he's got a little problem in the amygdala portion of the brain. That's why you are you and he is he. He does not have the inhibitions that stop most people. And so you are should take advantage of that. You know, this is America. Get with it. OK, you know? I, let's play a little game here, Charlie. OK, what you know, he's he's clearly going to keep doing schemes. I don't think this guy's going to stop. And he's a soon. schemer. He's a schemer. I've seen Shining Time Station. What would be a scheme that you would suggest to him that's maybe uh, better than the ones he's coming up with? I don't show up to work on time. An actual constructive one. Hmm. An actual scheme that's not a scheme that actually do some good. I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. So at least he's the man in the arena here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Some people, I swear, just have too much ambition and not enough. Like, uh, he's, he's one of those people that start a million projects. And then just tells you about him every day. And it's like, good for you, bud. Good for you. Did you finish that last one? Oh, no, I ditched that one. Blah, 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 blah. Why, why, why are you starting another one if you haven't finished the last thing? Does this guy- oh, uh, this one's going to make me tons of money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean the, the, he's, he's an opportunist, man. Yeah. I don't know. I think he's got delusions of grandeur. Does he not? Is he kind of always the top dog in every room in his mind? Oh yeah, yeah, and he's got a, he's got a, you know what? This one place, I learned this, I learned this good uh, trick of the trade here. I learned that there, but didn't you only last there two months? That's that's beyond the point. That's not what it matters. Yeah, yeah. How is uh, how tall is this guy? Short for sure. No, he's uh, I'd say probably six foot. Oh wow, okay. Dang, I wasn't. Yeah, I was doesn't expecting... have little man stature or anything. Huh. So what's so wrong with letting him do his schemes? Is it just that you'd hate all the small talk about it or what? Oh, no, it's every day. Like if you, like, let's say, let's, let's, let's say you're, uh, what's his name on your, on your other podcast? T-shirt guy. What's his name? Uh, Ryan. Ryan. Uh, Ryan. Yeah. I just watched that other one where he drug his kid's face on, uh, in the, on the sidewalk. I was listening to that the other morning. Don't ask me why I was listening to the older older ones. Anyways, he came up to you every day. Hey, got a, you know I got an idea for you? Let's 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 make mini bouncy houses, but for corgis. And it's like, bud, what the hell are you talking about? Every day he talks to you about it. Little mini bouncy houses for corgis. And it's like, no, bud. All right, cool. You do you. All right, best of luck. So and then, I'm gonna it's be like a- the same. It's the same topic over 
and over. I'm going to be honest. Like, hey, you do you, man. I'm going to be honest. This actually sounds like how I talk to Ryan. <laughs> I'm starting to think that I might be this guy, Charlie. I mean, I also will say a bounce house for corgis. Sounds pretty cute. I'm kind of on board with that. Yeah. That would crush there, on TikTok. There is a market, I think, for yeah. that. You actually if, could sell those. If you can just find the rubber that their little uh, nails won't go through, yeah. you know, or do they have to wear booties? They don't like wearing booties. No, I kind of like find, that idea. You can find Honestly, something. dude partner with him on that idea that's a great idea do you just come up with that on the spot yeah just on the spot you need to oh, be an entrepreneur did, that was your idea yeah he just came up with that just now it's a great idea that is a great idea so are you taking no. investors right now uh no not yet you know well you should maybe consider. down the line you know i i maybe that maybe this will be house. my pyramid scheme bounce house corgi bounce house that's that it, will dude. be the it's not a pyramid scheme, you know, if we actually deliver. That is true. Hey, and that's what you tell your fella, too. It's not a pyramid scheme if we deliver. Actually, you don't need to. The less you tell him, the better. Um, cut him in on the action. Oh, yeah. He'll 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 rake up some investors. Actually, forget cutting him in. Cut us in. Yeah. You know, we yeah, well, why are you trying to give away our equity here. Charlie? We will invest. You, you, in, know, you, you, you get you you get me into fleet farm with these bounce houses you guys is oh my god and oh. TikTok views, let's say that we um, are we're gonna get you in on this now um are you good mechanically or um i mean a bounce house for dogs I just mean, in general I mean, it's just the just vinyl and then well you start with the corgi market right and uh because that the, there's kind of like a little cult following around corgis that's true and then, and then you branch out to retrievers mm, and labs and bulldog, bulldog bouncy house. Oh, bulldog bounce house. That would be now, pretty good. Here's my question, though. Do we make this for multiple dogs? Like would or is it just like a single like single dog? I thing? think you go start with single. Right. Okay. And then you can branch out <sighs> the thing about dogs. And it could look the bouncy house could look like a dog house. Oh, that'd be cool. The thing I'm going to say, though, is dogs have teeth and they bite. So do so, humans. So true. do little kids. That's true. That's true. I think that's a detail we can work out later, Charlie. Okay. All right. Plus, you know, you think there's so many different rubbers these days. Um, and some of them have to be corgi tooth resistant, I would think. I would think that could happen. Oh, yeah. Get it thick enough. Yeah. I think that this is you need to start pitching your ideas to him. Mm -hmm. I think that that's what's got to happen. If you you need to start annoying him with all of the ideas that you come up with and then maybe he'll stop. Yeah, that's true. That Yeah. You know what? That's a great tactic. Just mirror him. Fight fire with fire. Yeah. Just be twice as just pretend to be him oh, to no, his no, face. You know what's gonna happen? I'm going to get invited to those like coworker after hours drinks. Hey, you want to come have a, <laughs> have a cocktail? Oh, I don't go. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to have a, I don't mind having cocktails, but I, I don't like drinking with coworkers. It's like, no, leave me alone. They're not uh, drinking work, with coworkers. Yeah. It's a networking event. Okay. Oh, <laughs> networking, event. networking events are the worst. I hate networking. I don't think anyone's ever actually networked at a network event. It's just everyone passing out business cards, no, and then people, they, yeah, and then they just go. And, and you know what happens? Those business cards they pile. Yeah, they go in the garbage or they go in the back of your desk. I don't know why anybody has business no, cards horrible. anymore. Yeah, I don't get it. 
But yeah. no, I can't. Um, yeah, that's the worst. I hate when people are trying to figure out what you do for a living. That that was, yeah. Anyways, I think that we that's got a, a pretty tangent. good business idea. Yeah, I so, think so. Yeah. I think so. You you keep calling in with these killer business well, ideas. Hey, we're not the shark tank. We're the drunk tank. We're the drunk tank. Yeah. Well, Actually, I, I always like the walleye tank. Yeah, we can do whatever we want, tank. Charlie. And, yeah, just, okay, I, 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 the drunk tank. We're the drunk tank. I had different ideas. Um, and for that reason, I'm in. And for that reason, I'm also in. Keep calling. You know what? Actually, oh. encourage him to call into this podcast. I'd like yeah. to talk to this guy. I would like to talk to him, too. Are you at work right now? I will. Yeah, I'm at work right now, and I have seen him walk in. You walk around there. You, so. Does he know our show at all or no? No, he's one of those kids that uh, does not. How old is uh, he? Partake in podcast. I think he's 25. Okay. Let's talk to him. Convince him to call in and tell him that we are a business podcast. Yeah. And that we are looking to invest in stuff. Tell him we're like Shark Tank, except drunker. <laughs> I, I, all right. I, I'll try doing a follow up. Yeah, you got to be casual about it, though. Just be like, oh, yeah, I follow this like Midwest, like uh, business investment podcast called Bellied Up. And they just go to bars. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do something a little. This is how I'll start it off. You know, I'll greet him with a, this is three miles, you know, a good ice mountain, you know, quench his thirst a little bit right there. Yep. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, I'll sit down and, you know, sit up tight. Oh, how's the, how's the plow going? You know, get those hydraulics fixed yet? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I know two great guys, you know, and they started it off, you know, no one heard of them. Bam. Yep. Everyone loves them. They're in stores. You want your plow business to take off? You talk to these two champions. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. talk to these guys. They were actually just talking that they're looking to get in the snow plow industry and they're yeah. looking to invest, and then yeah. you'll be all for it. I think, Miles, how cool it would be if your face and my face was on a plow. Yeah, we could sponsor his plow. Yeah. Tell him we're looking to sponsor his plow. You can, What's his name if he calls it? Without getting in trouble, you can legally say you plow. You got plowed by me. You can that. That'll be a thing. You got plowed by me. Yeah, yeah. we're just plowing we people across you. the Midwest. Here to plow. <laughs> I, I'll I'll uh, I'll let him say his name just in case. I don't okay. want to offend him if he doesn't want his name being out there. Don't okay. want to be that guy. Okay, understand. Well, thanks for calling in today. This is great. Yeah, we'll see you soon. Watch for deer. Oh okay? yeah. Oh yeah. Guys, your parents. Uh, you know, tell him behave. All right. We'll do, <laughs> fella. <laughs> Real good. Miles, if we were on a plow, this is what I would want the image to be. Look at me. Give me a high five. Now look at it. And it's, you just got plowed. <laughs> Your hands are warm. I know. I was touching my mic. We don't need to put that in. That was an Eiffel Tower joke. <laughs> no, we can keep it in. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we have to go both hands then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, we, I mean, that guy seemed very upset at his coworker and I think it was more about that. The coworker doesn't do his job very good. I know we and, were and not at that. We never got to the room. Like issue. if the guy was good at his job and had schemes, this wouldn't even have been a call, but because the right. guy's bad at his job and he's got schemes, that's the, I think that was what was really grinded his gears. I get it. He was salty. And um, he should save that salt for when it snows. All right, Charlie. Well, that's another good episode of the Bellied Up podcast. 
Yeah, we're all locked and loaded here, Miles. We are dialed in, guy, and it's just been a pleasure here. Also, we forgot to say we're at Mick's, Mick's office. Office. Mick's office here in Moorhead, Minnesota. Um, Mick, um, I wonder if Mick knows that someone drew um, a little wiener in balls. Here. I believe that that is what the kids call a chode. Chode. Uh, I wonder if these dots on the cheese curd area are supposed to be little hairs. Yeah, it's uh, a little stubble. Stubble. A uh, couple days stubble on those. <laughs> the old five o'clock shadow. Yeah, on the testes. On the, on the so nuts. that's what you're going to get here at Mix Office. Yeah. You're going to get beautiful artwork everywhere. Yeah. So, guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Bellied Up Podcast. As always, Charlie. Hey, tip your bartender. Love you guys. See bye you bye. next one.